0: Tease it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky Nelson. Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Yes, 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 yes. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today. Lots to talk about coming off the heels of the Islanders. Exciting 1-0 win over the Capitals at the Nassau Coliseum. The Islanders are now tied for first place, and we have got a lot to discuss. Don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Download the app and join me tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Folks, what a game for the New York Islanders. We have got to talk a little Simeon Varlamov. He earned a shutout. We have got to talk about some milestones for Josh Bailey and for Lou Lamorello. We've got to talk about the superb team defense that the Islanders played in front of Simeon Varlamov for most of this hockey game, and the fact that the Islanders are now tied for first place in the ever-competitive Eastern Division. We've also got our weekly farm report on today's show and our Islanders birthday of the day, plus a whole lot more coming up all on this action-packed episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, maybe you've got a question, a comment about something we've already said, or a topic that you'd like us to discuss, well, feel free to send us an email. The email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. If you leave us your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news notes and happenings, and I also happen to live tweet during most Islanders games, and uh, be happy to provide some information Interaction and some immediate insight and analysis into what you're watching during the game. So, the big one to nothing victory for the New York Islanders. And, you know, this was just a big, big game. And it really felt like a playoff game out there. And you could see that because both the Capitals and the Islanders were playing physically, but not dirty. Both of them were playing defense first, and it really paid off for both teams. And both teams, by the way, got some outstanding goaltending in this hockey game, and I, I absolutely have to tip my hat to Simeon Varlamov. He earned his fourth shutout of the season, made 29 saves to get it, but you also have to acknowledge Vitek Vanacek, who made 39 saves in this game, including 19 after facing 20 shots in the third period, but he came away on the losing side of a 1-0 hockey game. But here's the deal. The Capitals, in the first two periods of this game, were able to contain the Islanders' attack. And the Islanders had some bad luck. They hit, what, three or four posts in this game, and Jordan Eberle hit two of them. Uh, but the Capitals, what they did was they played a 1-3-1 trap and clogged up the neutral zone, and that reduced the amount of room. You didn't see Nick Letty coming through center ice with a lot of speed. You didn't see Matthew Barzal or Jordan Eberle Gathering, or Anthony Bevilier, picking up speed and, and hitting the Washington blue line with a lot of uh, gas and, and, and energy. They had their chances. There were some good chances to score. But none of the open ice that the Islanders seem to have been able to take advantage of recently. And yet, the Islanders' defense was at least as good, if not better, then the Capitals' defense held the, the Capitals to 29 shots as compared to 39 for the Islanders. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin only two shots on goal. But here, to me, was sort of the moment of the game. Islanders are clinging to this one nothing lead that they had nursed and they had worked so hard to get. We're in the final minute, and the Capitals pulled their goaltender. And... Washington had the puck in the Islanders' zone for, I mean, what, they pulled the goalie with about, oh, a little less than two minutes left, about a minute 45 or so left, and even though Washington had a lot of zone time in that final minute, the Islanders, every time a Capitals player took a pass and got control of the puck, there was an Islander perfectly positioned in between the Capitals player with the puck and the goal. And they weren't screening Simeon Varlamov, but boy, oh boy, were they playing the angles right, playing perfect positional defense, and that was with the game on the line. And we didn't see, you know, when when you do that, when you limit Nicholas Backstrom to one shot, Alexander Ovechkin to two, Evgeny Kuznetsov to two, TJ Oshie to one, when you do things like that, you can definitely contain that explosive Washington offense, and the Islanders were able to do just that. Some great goaltending from Simeon Varlamov, he came up big a number of times, and at the end of the day, the Islanders are the ones skating off with a one-nothing victory, now tied for first place. And look, Brock Nelson had the only goal of the game, and you know had a few chances to to add to that, but uh, a good goal for Brock Nelson and a couple of milestones that I definitely wanted to mention from this game. First of all, now Brock Nelson. Uh, 14th goal of the season. That gives him the high mark on the team, but a couple of milestones. Josh Bailey got an assist on the Nelson goal. That is the 500th point of Bailey's NHL career, and then general manager Lou Lamorello, his 1,319th regular season win as an NHL GM. That puts him Tied for second all time with Hall of Famer Glenn Sather, and only David Poyle is ahead of him with 1,435. So, congratulations to Josh Bailey, congratulations to Lou Lamorello, and congratulations to the New York Islanders for gutting out a playoff style hockey game and winning. And I'll tell you something else. The fact that the Islanders play this style of hockey all year round probably prepares them for the playoffs better than if they had to change things up come playoff time while playing a different system all year. By the time you get to the playoffs, the Islanders know what they have to do, they're battle-tested, and it's second nature for them, and that is definitely one of the reasons— that they've gone on long playoff runs the last couple of years. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We've got our weekly farm report, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. It is a live audio only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use. And you could talk to me, Gil Martin. Other Islander fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for things like watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can, of course, share your own feelings uh, with me and with other Islander listeners and fans on the app. So, look, every Wednesday night at 8.30 Eastern Time, I am here on the locker room app, and uh, if you download it, we'll talk some Islanders hockey. So all you need to do: download the locker room app for free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link it to your Twitter account, and join the Locked On Islanders group. Follow me at Locked On Islanders to be notified when my room goes live, and we'll be talking live every Wednesday night at 8:30. So come with us. Give us your spiciest takes, and I look forward to seeing you on the Locker Room app. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. It's simply the best-tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, apple almond crisp, lemon almond cheesecake, German chocolate, toffee almond, and peanut butter brownie, just to name a few. And all the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, they are soft, they're easy to chew, and, you know, you're eating a protein bar, but it feels like you're having a candy bar. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Let's talk about the Cherry barcia flavor, 17 grams of protein in every bar, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com. And use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BiltBar.com. You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever You get podcasts. So, some trivia and some little notes from the game yesterday. First of all, this was the Islanders' 100th all time win against the Capitals. And interestingly enough, they're now 100 wins, 100 losses, and 13 ties uh, all time against Washington since the Capitals entered the league back in 1974. By the way, the 20 uh, third-period shots that the Islanders had uh, in the game last night was a team record for the season. And yet, here's another thing that I think is the most important number. The Islanders are now 16-1-2 this year when they score the first goal. And what does that say about a hockey team when you're 16-1? 1 and 2. Well, I think it says a couple of things. First of all, it means that you don't lose too many leads, that your defense overall as a team is extremely sound. So when the Islanders get on top of the game, get up early, you know it's difficult to come back against them. And it also says that they have enough offense, at least, to consistently win once they go ahead. And not just consistently win. You look at these numbers, 16-1-2 and 2 is, quite honestly, dominant hockey. And it also speaks volumes about the quality of the goaltending that the Islanders are getting. And I wonder out loud, really, Uh, How many teams in the National Hockey League right now have a better goaltending duo than Simeon Varlamov and Ilya Sorokin? I mean, Varlamov right now has the best numbers of any goalie in the East Division. And Sorokin, as we all know, was the best goalie in the KHL for the last four or five years. And was largely considered by scouts to be the best goalie not in the National Hockey League until he came over uh, before the playoffs started up again last summer. So you got this great goaltending. You've got a team that is committed to playing solid defense. And then I think the other thing you take from that is that this team is well-coached, it knows The players on this team know what they need to do to win hockey games, and it is very much automatic for most of these players right now. The Islanders do not usually play undisciplined hockey, and when you do that, when you play smart, disciplined hockey, and you take an early lead, and you got good team defense and good goaltending, that's when you get a record at home, like 16-1-2. One, one other thing I, I wanted to touch on, uh, Kiefer Bellows in the lineup, Ross Johnston was going to be a game-time decision for the Islanders last night, and it ended up that he could not go. And here's the deal, though, with Kiefer Bellows. Bellows obviously did not register a point. He only played 10 minutes, 16 seconds of ice time. He had the one shot on goal, uh, three hits in the game, one blocked shot. But when Bellows shoots the puck, you could see he's got a hard, heavy shot. Realistically, over the long haul, you want to tell me that out of all the players who could fill in for the Islanders, you know, after the injury to Anders Lee, Kiefer Bellows, to me, has to be the player with the most potential out of all those guys. Uh, whether it's Leo Komarov, or whether it's Michael Dalcol, uh, or Ross Johnston, you want your best chance to win over the long haul. Give me more games with Kiefer Bellows. And yeah, he's going to make his share of mistakes. He's going to have his share of inconsistent play. But the more he plays, the better he's going to get. And this kid has the ability to give you some back some of the scoring that you lost from Anders Lee, at least until the trade deadline or soon before then, when the Islanders are able to add that top six forward they need to prepare themselves for the playoff run. But as of right now, this team tied for first place with the Washington Capitals, which is uh definitely uh, a good thing. Next game Thursday night against the Philadelphia Flyers at the Coliseum, and here's the thing. Uh last night the Rangers did both the Capitals and the Islanders a favor by beating Pittsburgh so now the Islanders and the Caps, four points ahead of the Pittsburgh Penguins. All three teams have played 39 games. We've got more to talk about. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, plus our weekly farm report. We'll talk all things Bridgeport. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, the football season and the Final Four may be behind us, but the NBA and NHL are racing toward the playoffs. And, of course, Major League Baseball has started. NFL Draft just a few weeks away. You could place some bets on that as well. And bet online, they'll even cover things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you put in $100 in your first deposit, they'll put $50 more into your account absolutely free. We have to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, if you play fantasy hockey like I do, you can be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Time for our Islanders birthday of the day. I know, you know, sometimes we have well-known Islanders and sometimes we have fairly obscure players who were only out there for a season or maybe part of a season for the Islanders. But today we've got a happy birthday wish for a Hall of Famer, a member of all four Islanders Stanley Cup winning teams. Happy 67th birthday to former Islanders left wing Clark Gillies, the native of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, which as any Islander fans old enough to remember some of Clark Gillies' interviews, is six feet away from the Mooses behind. Uh, He was drafted by the Islanders with the fourth overall pick in the 1974 NHL amateur draft and joined the Islanders right away, 25 goals as a rookie, then put together four straight 30 or more goal seasons, and had two more of those into the 80s. Gillies played 958 games in his NHL career, was with the Islanders through the end of the 85-86 season, 319 goals, 697 points, winning four Stanley Cups with the New York Islanders, and, you know, the one year they didn't win the Cup, uh, He had 12 goals and 19 points in 21 playoff games in 1984 when the Islanders reached the final but fell to Wayne Gretzky and the Oilers. We're going to go back and look at one of Clark Gilley's better games with the Islanders, and there are so many you could choose from, but I picked this one, February 27th, 1979, mostly because of the quality of the opponent. Islanders in this one hosting the Montreal Canadiens, who back then had won three straight Stanley Cups and were on their way to winning a fourth, just to give you an idea coming into this game, the Canadiens were 42-11-8, the Islanders 39-11-10, so this was a clash of the titans, and the goalies, well, Hall of Famer Ken Dryden in goal for Montreal, Hall of Famer Billy Smith in goal for the Canadians, and you can count the Hall of Famers in this game. There are a heck of a lot. Habs got on the board first. Larry Robinson, his 16th, from Guy Lafleur and Jacques Lemaire at 14-10 of the first period. Yeah, that's three Hall of Famers right there. Islanders evened it up on the power play. Stefan Pearson from Dennis Potvin and Brian Trottier, that's five Hall of Famers out of the first six players we mentioned. 1-1 1-1 after 1, period. Dennis Potvin made it a 2-1 Islanders lead with assists from Mike Bossy and Brian Trottier with a goal just a minute and 25 into the second. Then Clark Gillies, our Islanders' birthday of the day, his 28th from Mike Bossy, makes it a 3-1 Islanders lead. The Canadiens bounce back. Mario Tremblay, his 24th from Guy LaPointe and Yvonne Lambert at 17.57. And that made it a three-to-two game. But the Islanders got a key goal from Bobby Nyström, his 14th from Stefan Pearson with 48 seconds left in the period. After two periods, it was four to two Isles. In the third, Clark Gilly strikes again, his 29th from Brian Trache and Mike Bossy, the trio Grand Line at 7:45 makes it a five-to-two game for the Islanders. Billy Harris got his 11th from Dennis Potvin at 13.53, and then Clark Gillies completes the hat-trick, also reaches the 30-goal plateau. Mike Bossie and Jerry Hart with the assists. In the closing seconds, Bob Gainey scored for Montreal from Rayjean Uhl and Doug Jarvis, but the Islanders, behind the hat-trick by Clark Gillies, end up with a 7-3 win over Montreal. Gillies got his three goals on four shots, but it was Bob Nystrom who led the Islanders with seven shots on goal in this game. Montreal had 41 shots on goal, but Billy Smith made 38 saves. The Islanders beat the eventual Stanley Cup champion Montreal Canadiens 7 3 at the Nassau Coliseum in front of 14,995 entertaining fans. So, again, happy birthday to Hall of Famer Clark Gillies, he is 67 years old today, and we wish Jethro a happy birthday, and many, many happy more. Time for our Farm Report Rough Weekend for the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, they lost last Friday 5-2 to the Hartford Wolfpack, that was a home game, and, uh, again, it was a tough one. Both goals by the Sound Tigers came on the power play, so that at least was some kind of a solace, but at the end of the day, uh, they couldn't get it done. Samuel Bolduc and Cole Bardrow were the goal scorers. Bardrow leading the Sound Tigers with six. Otto Koivula, by the way, assisting on both goals uh, in this game. For Bridgeport, so a rough one on last Friday against Hartford, and then Monday, uh, the Sound Tigers traveled to Providence and they fell by a two-to-one score. Kyle McLaren scored early in the third period to tie it for the Sound Tigers, but it wasn't quite enough, and they fell to the Bruins by a score of two-to-one. Meanwhile, some more action. Only one game this week, and that is a game Wednesday, today, at one o'clock in the afternoon. It is, once again, the Sound Tigers at the Hartford Wolfpack. That one is in Hartford, and it's the only game that Bridgeport has this week. They will resume next Tuesday with a game at home against the Wolfpack, and then next Thursday, another home game against Hartford. So uh as the season heads to its second half, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers again continuing to struggle as of right now. If you look at the standings in the uh AHL, Bridgeport continuing to be at the bottom of the three-team Atlantic division. They are three ten and one on the season. They've scored 28 goals and allowed 50 so far this season. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back tomorrow to discuss Matt Martin's role on the power play, a player that the Islanders might be interested in acquiring at the trade deadline. And no, it's not Taylor Hall or or Kyle Palmieri. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. And of course, we'll preview Thursday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers as the Islanders continue their homestand. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!